It's Ravens week. <laughs> hey, we're as enthusiastic as possible. As you can see, we are very, very excited and happy. Joe, huh? I'll say after we caught an L from the Bungles. We're still alive! <laughs> Somehow! <laughs> I don't know. It's probably not going to happen. Uh, but there's a chance. Saying there's a chance. Someone wants to desperately make love to a schoolboy. Dumb and Dumber. We said it last week. Honestly, Obviously. if you watch this and you don't know Dumb and Dumber, then you're uncultured. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, so, <laughs> Ravens week. No Lamar this week. Huntley is playing, so... That's still a fuck. Yeah, he's good. He's not as good, but he's good. I'm still, like, fuck. Yeah, and with uh, J.K. Dobbins that is back, and I guess is healthy. He um, fucking torched the Steelers Yeah, he went crazy. And honestly, I didn't know he was playing, and I had him on my IR still. <laughs> so, not in our league. Hmm. Um, Leave him on there this week. Yeah, so... <laughs> Uh, no, you kidding me? I'm anything against the Browns' run defense and how Dobbins played last week. Um, he's starting this week, absolutely. So, what I mean, what do you think? I mean, obviously, it's a big week. It's home. It's Deshaun's first game in Cleveland. Um, white face mask. White face mask is, mask is back. Um, how about we win a goddamn game? Yeah. How about that? Huh? Yeah. <laughs> how about that? How about that? Huh? All right, well, let's uh, let's get into it, man. Well, one, you can't have all those penalties. No. You can't win a football game like that. No, I mean, running into a kicker or a punter, I mean, can't do that at all. Field, or was it Fields? Yep. Fields, yeah. Ran right into him. And then, uh, and then what the next play, Denzel Ward, pass interference, it was 35 yards. Yep. I mean... They, they practically handed the ball to him in the end zone because yeah. our, we had more penalties over 100 yards. Yeah, it's it was killer. I, I do think the refs were calling a little bit of a ticky-tacky game where they're, they're just calling everything. Uh, yeah, um, but there's a few holds that I saw that kind of went past on the, on the Bengals. But, um, yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, you got Miles Garrett getting fucking... Chokehold every time. <laughs> yeah, um, you know that. But you can't you can't let teams you can't let the refs take control of the game be the yeah. reason why you lost. Yeah, you know you you basically your first drive, your first drive you put together a great game plan as you as they always do. I think first drive is always the first great. drive is it's always a piece of art a piece of art. But you got to finish with some kind of points. I get it. You're being aggressive going for it on fourth and one. But. I didn't like Don't that. get cute. Yeah. I did not like that fourth and one call. When Nick Chubb is your running back. And you put Jacoby Brissett in the game. If you're putting Jacoby in, you better QB sneak it. I, I get what he was thinking. It, yeah, but you're, you're playing too cute. Just get the first down. Extend the drive. 
get a touchdown. I, I understand what they're going for, but it was too far and uncatchable. It's and one of those things, if it worked, they looked like a genius. Like, you, you know, they're, they're stacking the line. You know, they're expecting QB sneak. They're hit, expecting a run. That's a good time to do play action. Now, would I have done a pass downfield? Probably not. Yeah, I, I like the I like the little halfback outs yes. that come out of the. I was backfield. gonna say, I mean, you have also you have David and Joku, which is a beast to take down. You need one yard. You don't need twenty. I mean, thirty. Yeah. I mean, just I don't know something. If you're gonna be cute like that, do like a bubble or something. I don't know. But you know, you take you're taking three points off the board there. Then you go down and. I will say the Bengals gave the Browns every opportunity to come back in this game. No, they gave them every opportunity to, to take control of the game. Every single yeah. They, they they should have been up ten nothing. Yes. Ten nothing for most of the game. And then you allow you know, you have Cincinnati like it was almost like four consecutive drives that they could not even get a first down. Yeah. And you know, you have them pinned back at their own, like, 10 or 5-yard line within there. And you get a roughing the punter call. And that basically flipped the game on its head. Yes. Um, that, that, is, that is the play that it, really, really, I feel like, you, changed the you uh, gotta You got to pull off on stuff like that. Like, there's no reason why to try that. You know, I, I, I get the aggressiveness, but it's just... It it was it was fourth and nineteen. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you you can't you can't do that, and it's just it's just it's just really really bad. You get that ball, he he caught the ball at the thirty eight yard line. You're getting awesome field position. And yeah. but if you think about just, this, say we got a first down and we eventually got a uh, touchdown or a field goal, whatever it may be on the first drive, and then. We got the ball back there with great field position. Got another touchdown. I mean, that is the game. That's the game. You know? I and mean, then you just play that keep away game. Exactly. They could they and could not get the That's I mean, that's a win. And that's the one thing that annoys me. And we've talked about it before and I I remember in uh, Miami week where you said that the the Miami Dolphins are the Browns except everything works better for them in their favor. And I feel like a game like this, I mean, bunch of penalties. We weren't disciplined at all, and the opportunities we just did not take advantage of, and we lost that game not because the Bengals were a better team. We lost that game because we just weren't playing good football. We were playing football, not good football, and that's the main issue. Um, I will say, I mean, obviously, Mari Cooper looked hurt. Donald Peoples Jones, James. <laughs> DPJ, I'll just up to DPJ. He he's looking great, man. I think he's gonna hit a thousand yards. He had seven hundred fifty-one yards right now. Four games left, and he had a monster game last week. I think one hundred fourteen yards. Looked great, and Deshaun clearly really likes him as a uh, as a receiver and a go-to guy. Um, and especially when Amari's looking hurt, and a lot of people are like, "Okay, Amari Cooper still Amari Cooper. We still got to block him." So, DPJ is getting a lot of these routes that people are kind of, like, underestimating. And he's taking advantage of it, and he's looking really good. Um, Watson, 
has still looking a little bit rusty, but I mean, there's such flashes in this game, and I think a dramatic leap from week one of him to week two. I'm expecting another big leap here in week three he, with him. He was definitely the light spot of the offense. He looked great. I mean, in, I mean, he he really did not have any time, and. The run game was nowhere to be found. Yeah. In fact, the only run game was created by Deshaun. Yeah. You know, Nick Chubb only had like 30-something yards on the ground, but he was able to break one big run. So you take 20 yards off that, you know, 14 of 33 yards, that's that's really bad. Um, I, I'm not a big fan of running out of the shotgun. Um, especially when you have a lazy left tackle that does not finish blocks. Um, you know, there, there's a real lack of effort on this offensive front, which is very disappointing. Yeah, and and the one person, I mean, he's not playing great, but Froholt is looking comparable to these guys. That's the third string guard that's playing center. He is. I mean. He is awful. Yeah, he's terrible, but like. Wyatt Teller, I mean, what has he been doing this year? It's, it's it's weird, man. It's weird. I don't know what's going on. And it's not like we're, like, a bunch of injuries. Well. that With that we know of, right? I mean. Wyatt, Wyatt Teller's been banged up all year. Um, Conklin. It, Conklin's always hurt. Always hurt. And Judd Wills, man, I just, I mean, I, I, I just can't I, defend I, him no. as a player because he's just. He's just so lackluster, and the big thing that annoys the hell out of me is that he walks out of the field, the hands on his hips like that, and he just looks like he just doesn't care. And it's a body language thing, but it's it pisses me off. I, I cannot stand it. You know, you go back... At, at least, like, Wyatt Teller looks like a bulldog. He looks like he's, like, pissed about everything. If like, you go back and watch the All-22 film, which is... Basically, what the players would be watching in their film sessions is like it gives a certain angle. It's in slow motion. There's no sound. It's like it's perfect for actually watching the game because you get to see it for what it is. If you sit there and watch Jedrick Wills and any, like, basically any play, this man shows little to no effort. Um, it's very poor. I, I'm, I'm talking like he, at most, gets hands on them. But he doesn't even try to make a push. Like, there's been a couple times in that, this past game that he had every opportunity to seal off a block. And he just, he just like, stops. And, and just, it, it, it blows my mind because it's, you spent a top 10 first round pick on this guy. Yeah. To be your left tackle, granted he was a right tackle in college. I still think with Conklin on the run, I mean on the move next year, you move him the right tackle and you give someone that actually wants to play, and James Hudson the third, yeah, at left tackle. I'd rather have that because he's a bigger guy. Your left tackles are supposed to be these big, lengthy guys that are athletic. The blind side. Hudson is just a. He is going. He's a mauler. Yeah. That's what you want out of an offensive lineman. Someone and like, he, and like a Wyatt Teller. Yeah, he's trying he's, to win a job too. He's trying to kill you when he's on the field. You don't have that in Jedrick Will, especially in this scheme where you're trying to run the ball, like you are. You need to be able to yeah. just take control of this game. Yeah, and with him, think about. It. I mean, this is year three. 
So year four, you know, I mean, I would say test it out because at this length right now, I wouldn't sign him to another contract. So thing is like, yeah, I would move him over eventually next year. Move him over, see what he has because it's clearly just not working. And um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's been an issue um, every year that he's been on this team. According to PFF, which is like I think the best way to do stats for linemen, his run grade is by far one of the worst amongst active starting linemen right now. He's ranking underneath 54, you know. That's really, really bad. Yeah. And his pass blocking is only a 73. So it's not like it's, oh, you know, he's a great pass blocker. Well, you know, yeah. he he's all right. He's middle of the pack. And his run blocking is just, I, I think when it comes to run blocking, it has to do with effort and aggression. Like, Obviously, you need to know where you're going, and there's a lot of technique to it. But you can make up sloppy technique with that effort and aggression, which I, I like, you want to play through the whistle. You know, you're told this all the way through elementary school when you're, you know, a little kid. Play through the whistle. Play through the whistle. This guy's not even playing and before the ball's even snapped. Like, yeah, he plays like it's like this, snap. and it's over. It's half I'm going to let you make the play. Anytime he does any type of move, like a, a defensive end or whoever is like paired up against him, does any type of move to the outside or inside, he just completely just stops. He's reaching too much. It's it's just... Well, I mean, yeah, and we haven't even talked about all the penalties he causes. Yeah, I don't know. But that's another thing. I mean, what, do, what else do you see in this game? Um... Defense was not. I don't think they were that bad. That no. I think they were. An, it's weird because they played. They played a good game, but at the same time, they had a majority of the penalties. Also, I want to point out right now is JOK is out for the season, yeah. and so our our linebacking, our linebacking core. core is completely gone. Bring back Joe Schobert. We want Joe. Bring him back. He's not. He's not on a team. No, he just got released. Bring him back. You know, you only got a couple games off. Why not? Yet yeah, they they brought up Reggie Ragland uh, last week when Taki Taki went down. I say give him a couple looks. Um, but I I think in the last couple games. Jadavian Clowney has really came to life. Um, a rough start to the season, but ever since the Tampa Bay game, like he's been in the backfield. Now his thing, his mo has never been I'm gonna go get get sacks and whatever. Granted, he had two taken away from him on penalties. So, but his, it, his run defense is incredible. Yeah, he's always um, been very good at that. He, he, you're starting to see a lot of effort out of him. I mean, he's coming all the way off the line of scrimmage across field to make a tackle. That's pretty, you know, that's what you want out of a, you know, player like Clowney. Um, I think it was by he was by far the best defensive player on the field on Sunday, and then you got two sacks on the Miles Garrett, is what you expect. Um, 
you know, they I don't think they gave up too much on the ground. Um, a lot of it has to do with just flat-out effort and scheme. Um, you know, you can't. You can't just stop the play when you think somebody's down. You're oh, gonna, God. You're going to play through the whistle. That was absurd. That was, And I will say, we're, we were talking just good about Clowney right there. That play right there, Clowney was right next to him. And this did not notice that he was still up. Yeah. It just... And he just ran right past him. It's, a, it's an effort thing. Like, are you going to just like, oh, he's down. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know where he's at, but he's down. Like, no, he's still up, and he's still running the ball. And then there was every single Browns player standing straight up, and they they're like, plays over. But the guy is literally still running the football. It was crazy, man. It's crazy to see, and uh, that that was probably the most annoyed I was all game outside of the Tony Fields uh, punter hit. Um. And then one final thing about this game, or just kind of the season in general for this particular player. You know, I, I kind of looked back and watched a little bit of that this past game. And I'm just thinking about the, his season overall. He's been getting a lot of shit. I've been very critical of him. It's Denzel Ward. Yeah. Um, you know, it's very hard for fans to just sit here and be like, evaluate a player because the only time you see a player you get mad at you know john johnson for a play when he's you know he's the one that's making a tackle but a lot of the time it's he's the only one that's in the right spot um denzel i think where i'm not giving him a pass but I think it, this is where Joe Woods becomes a problem is that you're not playing to your own player's strengths. Yeah. You draft all these corners that are all mostly man-to-man -man physical corners, but you choose to play zone. Um, Denzel, I don't... It was The stat book will show that he lost the battle between Jamar Chase, you know, but you, you got to look at it like this six catches out of the 40 times they threw the ball. Oh, that, that, that it's, I always think it's just a weird way to like you watch a game and this Jamar Chase had a very good game, but I, I think Denzel made a lot of great plays in that game. Obviously not his best game, but I think people have a hard time watching corners and safeties because they're not, they just see one guy make, they make a receiver make a play and they're like, oh, God damn it, John Johnson, God damn it, Denzel Ward. Yeah. You know, stuff like that. I always thought that was just a weird thing. Um, you know, I, I think he's kind of getting, it's not unfair criticism, because his effort's been a little weird. Um, you can't penalize a guy for being hurt. But, you know, he's been hurt a lot. You gave this guy a max contract. And you expect a lot more out of him. Which I think is where it is fair. Um, it's just, it's got to be better. 
And I just think that yeah. going into the offseason, they really got to evaluate this coaching staff. It's, I mean, the, the players are clearly not in the right position. I mean, I thought putting Greg Newsom in the slot was absurd, and I still think it's ridiculous. And to have a guy like Greg Newsom um, just <laughs> being so underutilized and see, I, I I like him. I like him in a slot. That's that's I think the best position for him. I don't, I don't know, man. I, I I'm in. They just it's just they're they're having him play off too much in the slot. When you're in a slot, you're supposed to be playing up tight. You're not playing ten yards off the ball. That's what. That's where you're not being utilized right, or you're dropping him in the zone coverage. Like you're not blitzing him or nothing. You're just like. We're gonna just hope this works, and because you you got another corner at the end, a rookie corner that you got to you spend a second round on, and he turned out to be your best corner this season. Yeah, no, I agree. Are with you that. gonna are you gonna start Greg Newsom over Martin Emerson right now? I would no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. But I will. I will say, and to your point with Denzel, you give him that monster contract. Yes, he you're hurt. You're not playing as good, and you're not in that leader. And but like you, you have to be a leader. You know, you got you are like everyone else are on rookie deals in that cornerback room. You know, you have to be that leader and step up. And you know, even if you're in a bad position, and yeah, you're being put in a bad position. Go around that position, man. Say fuck it. If you see something, do something different. Right. And step up and make and just show these guys that like. Hey, like I know this is the call, but if you see something, go out and do it. And I feel like you need to step up and do that when it's just not working. And you know, I mean, I like Newsom a lot, but I mean, I, I I do think he's not being utilized to where he should be. And I mean, I like him more on the outside personally. But all right, I think it's time to get to Rat Birds Week. Um, yeah, shit birds. Yeah, <laughs> fucking shit hawks. Uh, yeah, so we yes yeah, so we got no Lamar, Dobbins is back. Uh, this this defense is show some flashes, but I mean they're pretty depleted and has basically struggled all year. Oof, I don't know. They're, the defense, they're like they've shown flashes. They got weaknesses, but I think they're as a whole they're not. They have not. They're, been formed, they uh, have not given up more than a hundred yards on the ground for eight straight games. That's fine. I mean, you think we can win a game not having a hundred yards on the ground? I think it's tough. I think I think with Deshaun, it's it's much different. I, I think maybe they're 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 four weak. weeks ago. I think that's a different story. Yeah, but it's not four weeks ago. I mean, yeah, but like this secondary, as always, is kind of depleted. Yeah, about they've, they've struggled all. I mean, they've struggled the last like three or four years with. Just constant injuries in that secondary. And they looked they looked really tough on Sunday. I get it. They played the Steelers, but they're they looked pretty damn good. Um, they've been very good on the road. Um, you get Dobbins and Gus Edwards back in the backfield together. They were dominant. Yeah, they were electric. Dobbins they they really could have played with no like it could have just been them running the ball. For every single play. Yeah, it doesn't matter who. It, it, when the run game is really hitting, it doesn't matter who's in the backfield as your quarterback. You're just handing the ball off. Yeah, let them do their work. Um, so, 
it's gonna be it's gonna be a very tough game. This is not yeah. This is not a give me game. Especially with our run defense, like man. I I don't I really don't know what to say. Um, the only thing I can say is that the Baltimore receivers, that's where I think they're depleted. Oh my god. They, they, they don't have anyone. I've looked at their... They, they've had a lot of injuries. But I, I looked at their depth chart. Once I got like rid of Hollywood Brown, I mean, who do they have? I mean, Bateman's out for the year. They have Bateman was having a good year. Duvernay's all right. Uh, I dropped him this week. He got me zero points. It was ridiculous. He started good, and he's been awful the last like four or five, six weeks. I, I don't think Mark Andrews has, have, has had a great year. It's a down year for sure, yeah. Um, But... You know, that's something to watch this week. Um, defensively, they, they're they a different team than when we played them last. They, add, they added um, Jason Pierre-Paul. Um, and, then, and then Roquan Smith, which is, I think, arguably the best middle linebacker in the game. Yeah. Um, so... That's just another threat that can stop you on the ground. Um, I believe Calais Campbell did not play in the first game. He did not know he was out. So that's just another guy that's going to give you problems. Um, so it's hard to feel great about this game. Um, it's definitely different because there's no Lamar. And I think Lamar was a difference maker in this, you know, the last time we played them. Absolutely, yeah. Um, but so was the Baltimore defense. The Baltimore defense forced like three turnovers against us. Yeah, that's true. Um, but it's this is one of those games hard to call because it, it is two different teams. You know, when you say rivalry games, you can throw it out the door because, you know, you see a team twice a year, you know, you're it's a pretty even playing field rather than seeing them once. But I, I feel like both teams are getting two different looks of what they saw in the beginning of yeah, the year. They're totally different teams, both of them at this um, point, right? Right. And, I mean, you could say that about a lot, like every week, yeah. basically. But this is this is uh, a new look for both. You have a different quarterback on both sides. Yeah. Um, you, you bring in new defenders. The Browns are obviously down players, so it's uh, it's definitely going to be an interesting game. I'm hoping, like, I, I don't know how to game plan against this other than you got to get the run game going again. Like, they've been pathetic on the ground. Last two, three weeks. Stefanski seriously needs to, like, not just give up. This running out of shotgun shit, it just, they're running, they're running the same plays yeah. over and over again. I've been saying this for three weeks in a row. When you run it out of shotgun, you know exactly what's going to happen. They're going to pull that little counter to the side. And all these guys are doing is setting the edge. They're not doing anything special. One player is making the play yeah. for 11 people. 11 people. You got numbers on that side, but it's one guy that makes the play and is setting the edge. DJ Reader, a defensive tackle, made the play 95% of the time. Time and time again, man. I mean, how many DJ Reader's a great player, but what happens when you got Calais Campbell doing it? It's not going to work. Yeah, I, and I I get why they run it on a shotgun. Fine, you want to run this read option shit, 
That's fine. But you got to be more creative than this little counter to the left. Yeah. It's the same same play every week. And, and I hate the delayed handoff. I like it. I understand it works in other offenses. But with a running back like Nick Chubb, he needs to gain steam. And I just don't think it works. If you want to do that with, say, Jerome Ford, I could see it working with Jerome Ford. I could see it working with Cream Hunt. Ford. I could see it working with Jonas Johnson. I don't see it working with Nick Chubb. But they constantly do it with Nick Chubb. And it's just, it's so, their run game is just so out of whack right now. It's like, they, it's kind of like they just don't know, like, what like what makes them special at this point. You know, it's like, what what, it's, what, like, what were we doing to do it like the, that? Like, the, book the, is, the book is out on them. And it's like, what they were doing before and what they were really good at, it was just a simple bread and butter stuff. Like, you, you, you get under center. You run a little wide zone, and you leave a cutback lane. And giving your running backs, well, that's what they're really good at. But no, we'll do this random. I mean, this, this the same plays that put you out of position. It's already hard yeah. enough to run out of shotgun because you're going from a standstill to going that's forward. What I'm saying. Yeah, that's what at least when, you, job, when you're running it out of the backfield, you're already got three steps in with the ball, and you're kind of already got a head of steam. And, you know, I, I just think it really puts you behind the gun when you can't even get a yard. Yeah. Um, I've always been a believer that every yard matters. If you get yeah. on first down, you get one yard, that's a positive game, no yeah. matter what. It's second and nine. It's one yard closer to the first down. Yeah. But those are some bad plays and bad play calling leads you into those long third downs. It's like they, they don't know their personnel. Um, you know, like, you've had the same team for three years. Um, I don't even think we got to really talk about this game. It's just, at this point in the season, it's people are calling for the coaching staff's head. Um, because it, it's, it's clear as day, you know, there's just been poor play calling all over on both sides of the ball. Um, yeah. you know, I, I, the only point I think that you could make for Stefanski to keep his job, because I don't think his seat's definitely hot, but it's not like he's gone this off season. Yeah. I think, I think if it doesn't work out next year, I think, I, it's, I think it's def he's definitely got one more year, but I think the only thing that's keeping him here for a year is the fact that the only reason why Deshaun picked the Browns was Stefanski. Which, you know, I, I think is a very interesting point. You know, you don't put all your chips in the middle for one player. And he's just like, well, the only guy, only reason why I'm here is the coach. He asked for a trade from the Houstons because they didn't come to him about their coaching change. Or hell, any of the moves that they made. So when you invest into a franchise quarterback, and he comes here for a specific reason, you can't just like, after, he, he's going to have six games with him. And just be like, oh, yeah, we don't want him. Yeah, it's it's, it's a crazy thought. So I'm, I'm with you on that. And yeah, you got to give him a whole year. I mean, if he's terrible next year, it's like, you, yeah. you got you to, gotta, you got to, I hate it because I know how bad his calling's been. It's just he is going from a 
two different styles of quarterback. He's gone through three different styles of quarterback within like not even a whole season. Yeah. Yeah, literally, yeah. Like, you had you've had to change your offense in, in three one times. in one year. Yeah. So I don't I want to see a whole year of Deshaun and then we can kinda reassess that. But I mean, I think when we come back to the, the game, I mean I, I think to win this game, I mean you need a obviously just like shut down the run. I think you need a just play consistent on offense and get that running game going. Those no are the, those are the three dominoes. And no penalty. That's a four win. This is the phrase I love the most. Greg Newsom said it this week. Win the battle in the trenches. This is it. This is December football, AFC North. Cold weather up here. You're still alive, so you have a reason to play. I know it's a very slim chance, but you have help. Like, it's like the scheduling gods wanted the Browns to, like, be shitty, but still have a chance in this point of the season. Yeah. All you got to do is just win. You got to win four games. Four games. It's doable. It's not going to be easy, but it's doable. Yeah. I, I, I you, just got, you just got to, you got to find, at least get some momentum into next season. Feel good that you finished the season nine and eight, just missed the playoffs. Just barely. Yeah. You don't want to be blown. Like, hey, we got, you had, a, you had a lot of reasons why to sit here piss and moan about not making it. But if you finish nine and eight, I feel like the city could feel a lot better about the season going into the off season. You know, this yeah. You wanna win games against Baltimore in December. You wanna beat Pittsburgh on the road in January just to give yourself a chance. You know these are the games that matter. Like you have an opportunity to split between Baltimore and Cincinnati, the top dogs in the division. You have a chance to sweep the Steelers for the first time in God knows how long. Um, you know, you're going to finish above 500. So I feel like, that being said, I think the players are going to come out on tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow, Saturday. Saturday game. Today is Friday. Yeah, so it's, uh hope you guys will be able to watch it. I know yeah. it's only not that long. They have... They have I think they're going to bring a lot of energy because it sounds to me that they don't think this thing's over with. Um, sure, they had their slip up against Cincinnati, but I feel like they know that they dropped the ball in that game. It was a winnable game for them. They gave Joe Burrow problems. Like, he was not himself. You know, they only made him throw to Jamar Chase. But that's because he's an unbelievable talent. Yeah. Like, I'd hope you can get him the ball ten times. Yeah, for sure, right? I mean, something's wrong if, if you're not. And it wasn't It wasn't like the run game was off the wall. But I, I feel like your defense has definitely picked it up just a tad bit where they're, they can somehow make a couple stops and give you a chance. The offense, though, has really where it's fell off. But I think, I think if you can pick this run game back up, you can really put something together for a run at the end of this season. There's four games left. Let's make it work. Yeah. And even if you don't make the playoffs, you want to feel good going into the offseason. We're just not like, we got to blow this whole damn thing up, you know, yeah. in March. Like, 
defensively you do. Well, but um, yeah, yeah. At least, at least with defensive coordinator, that's that's where I start. I. He's he needs to go. Yeah, but um, I think I I I don't even got cocktails to throw out. Uh, yeah, me neither. It's the whole damn team this week. Yeah. It's gonna be the whole damn team for the rest of the season. Facts. So, predictions. Predictions. Um. And I know you think it's gonna be a tough week, and I think it's gonna be a tough week. I think where I pulled off, I'm gonna say 21-17 Browns. And um, I think Deshaun's gonna improve. I think the run game's gonna start to pick up a little bit more steam. I think David Njoku is gonna be the key receiver this year or this week. Sorry. I'm gonna. I'm actually gonna join you, but I think it's gonna be a very low-scoring game. I'm gonna say 13-10 Browns. But that being said, we're going to wrap this one up. and uh, Go Browns. Go Brownies. Go Browns. We'll be at the game in freezing cold weather. So. Woo! Let's get it. Let's go. December football. Hey. All right. Thanks for watching. Bye. Bye.